Hello and welcome to the Weekly Real Podcast. My name is Ken. And my name is Jeremy. And I'm Andrea. And this week we have a special four-person pod as we cover the 2016 South Korean film Train to Busan. But before we talk about this week's film, yes, you heard me correct. We have a fourth person on this pod. Let us welcome Francis to the Weekly Real Podcast. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So, yes, Francis has uh, joined us. For those of you uh, who are obviously new to the podcast, this is his first time joining the podcast, but he's actually joined the Weekly Reel on a couple of outings, especially, I guess, during this past offseason, and most notably for a screening of Uncharted, uh, which we all ended up all watching over uh, up in Napa, California. And so, uh, Francis, how was the experience of joining basically kind of a Weekly Reel mixer slash screening? The first thing that comes to mind is like, you know, the amount of people. So the people that I'm with, uh, it's not I'm watching it with one or two people or by myself, which is what it would usually be. It's like a group of people. So especially after the movie, being able to talk about it for I don't know how long. We're there for a, for a little bit. Uh, that was especially good just to be able to dissect it with a whole bunch of people afterwards. It was good. Yeah, and uh, we took a picture afterwards. You uh, with the Uncharted poster, by the way. If people haven't seen that on our social media, <laughs> mm-hmm. you were Nathan Drake, and I was um, Sully. <laughs> so we did was... cosplay for it. Yeah, yeah. Even <laughs> unintentionally, it wasn't even planned. <laughs> yeah, they just happened to be dressed like the the poster. That was totally not planned at all. So good. Oh man, but yeah, I mean, we ended up. Uh, I guess. Driving up to Napa, we spent the whole afternoon, the evening. We had what In and Out uh, before uh, the movie. We actually had Jeremy's roommate uh, Sean join us. Uh, I'm sure we're hopefully going to get him on the podcast. Hopefully soon. I don't know about this season or or what, but hopefully soon. Yeah, hopefully uh, I'll but, force yeah. him to do it at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, John. yeah, he he almost had a had a cameo. He was just warming up his mac and cheese. <laughs> could smell it yeah i could definitely <laughs> smell it <laughs> delicious Ooh, love the cheese oh mac and cheese those uh those empty calories as a uh, peacemaker <laughs> would say right oh yeah. so good yeah well francis we you know from the weekly real podcast we want to thank you again for taking the time out of your busy schedule for joining us on this pod for train to busan yes anytime yeah so but before we talk about train to busan uh, we have this little podcast ritual that Jeremy and I started at the beginning of this podcast where we like to share one notable movie or TV show that we've watched in the last week. So, Jeremy, do you want to kick us off for the ritual? Yeah, so I've actually been watching a show. I think, I don't know, Ken, I don't know if you mentioned it like last week or a couple of weeks ago. I've been watching Moon Knight. I finally wanted to at least share a little bit of my thoughts now that I've watched episode four. No spoilers. I'm not going to say any spoilers just in case because there's only six episodes in this whole series. Um, I'm liking it so far. There's some stuff I was like, ah, it can speed up a little bit more considering that it's only six episodes. But for the most part, I'm in, I give it a like thumbs up. Good recommend. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm enjoying the series as well. Um, I mean, we're probably going, we just talked about it um, on the newsreel last Thursday. And so for our thoughts on Moon Knight, more in-depth with spoilers, definitely check out our uh, last newsreel episode. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely share. Yeah, go share that with everybody. And that's yeah. where I talk more Moon Knight. Yeah, Andrea, what do you think of Moon Knight so far? Moon Knight is so good. I actually haven't watched the most recent episode number four yet, but I love I love this guy. It was Oscar Isaac. He's doing a great job portraying like three people. Who knows? Maybe even a four. I don't. I don't know. But it's good. Spoilers. It's, oh, really? <laughs> really? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't, oh, okay. I wouldn't know. But that. Uh, Episode three, very interesting. Very, wow. Just wait until episode four. Just kidding. No spoilers. <laughs> episode four sucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe. I'm just kidding. Francis, any, 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 any thoughts on, uh, on Moon Knight? I, I love it so far. Uh, I did hear uh, that the director is, he's from Egypt. And uh, I mean, viewers, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, it's his first like big gig and then he he wrote like a 200 page paper how he would do this project to marvel and uh, they gave it to him and so far it's like pretty good if that's true but pretty good i didn't know that um so um definitely good to know i mean i'm enjoying it so far it, it helps that i don't really know too much about moon knight like going into it so no expectations just enjoying it for what it is and so yeah i I think we're all in agreement which is surprising you know sometimes there's usually that one outlier that maybe not be a fan or may not agree that's true i'm sure someone out there doesn't like moon knight all right so francis do you want to share uh what you've uh recently watched uh in the last week yeah, so, um, I mean, I'm not caught up exactly, but this past week I have been trying to catch up to Halo. Uh, yeah. I believe that one is on Paramount, right? Yes, Paramount Plus. Plus. Okay, Plus. yeah. I mean, so far, like, in terms of visuals, uh, it's cool. I like it. But then for the video game players, uh, it's it's kind of interesting their take of how they are going through this particular storyline in this tv show so is there something that you you don't like like i I like i mean spoiler warning i guess like i don't know exactly when this takes place it's they kind of make it very mysterious like if, if you're watching it you're probably like huh so this happened with the main character why did this happen this way and who are these other people i'm just like laying back i'm sitting back and just letting them do their thing and then and then i'll see what happens but yeah have you guys been watching halo yeah i'm all caught up okay i have to we're me and ken are diehard you know halo og fans so nice nice of the video games at least yeah i have my thoughts on the series i mean uh, I'm starting to kind of lose a little bit of patience with it just because I feel like the pacing hasn't been that great. 
Um, I feel like, you know, you think Halo, you think action. In my humble opinion, there hasn't been enough action in the first four mm. episodes. So that's my major nitpick. Uh, obviously, you know, just kind of reshifting my focus on, you know, the the whole video game canon. I think, and we talked about it on our uh, newsreel episode, our opener for uh, season four. Uh, you know, just that whole expectation of like, you know, developing a brand new story of, of I guess, before Reach. I don't even know if they're actually going to go through with that whole storyline. We'll see. But yeah, I, I, I feel like there just needs to be better pacing. And I think they fix that. I feel like the show is good enough. All right, Andrea, uh, what do you have for the ritual this week? I just watched um, Fantastic Beasts um, Dum- and Dumbledore's Seek, The Secret of Dumbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore's <laughs> Secret. totally butchered the name. <laughs> it was good. No spoilers. It was. Ooh. Wow. And, and, and then right before that, I, I rewatched um, the first two movies um, where to, Fantastic Beasts, Where to Find Them, and um, Grindel. Grindel Crimes of Grindelwald. The Crimes of Grindelwald. (laughs) That was, oh, wow. What an adventure. It was great. It was like I was there. It was like, oh, the drama. The drama. Is it is it yeah. like the last one of the Fantastic Beast series, or is it like is there going to be another one? I feel like there should be more. They should do like the whole like seven, seven book series, you know? <laughs> <laughs> And they're going to break up that last into two parts. Yeah, right? yeah. They've never done that before. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do because um, Ezra Miller, you know. Uh, I don't know how yeah, much you're about again, this, so. you know, yeah. Cancelled. <laughs> Ezra Miller, come you on, man. Yeah, I, I don't know how much you say about this, because it was so good. Okay. Ah, well, great movie. without spoilers, uh, how would you uh, rank the Fantastic Beast movies from f- uh, favorite to worst? Like, uh, hmm... I feel I feel that I cannot actually rank them because you can't have this movie without the previous two. Like the storytelling is just so good to me. I know some people are like, "Oh, this was terrible," but watching them in order, <laughs> like two days straight, was it was necessary. <laughs> and I'm I'm not one to really like judge something, you know, because it's like this was necessary. I really needed to know this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. maybe yeah. when it's complete i can't rank them so i, I okay. guess first is fantastic beast and second one is crimes of grindelwald <laughs> so in that or- basically in whatever in that order, order you know? so it's get- so it's trending horribly then just kidding wow. <laughs> now that you put it that way <laughs> i'm a visual learner so but it was good it was this is really good it had mm-hmm. the uh perfect amount of comedy action was romance uh i don't know if just the right amount of romance yeah yeah it wasn't a lot spoiler but okay. it was the right amount of everything mystery chase scene suspense really nice. good okay yeah all right well for me um i actually also watched a movie in theaters <gasps> i want to share a movie 
called Ambulance. Oh. Yes. I ended up watching it last weekend. It's the latest from Michael Bay, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, and Isa Gonzalez. I hope I, hopefully I didn't butcher the name. And yes, Jeremy on video is uh, (laughs) showing off Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Mr. Gyllenhaal over here. (laughs) Yeah. And so it was surprisingly good i really enjoyed ambulance once i got past the uh michael bay typical uh, you know obnoxiousness you know, shaky cam close-ups uh can i give a minor spoiler with just like the, the way it looks it looks like it a michael has bay no movie? bearing on the actual it has no bearing on the actual storyline i've seen the movie so i'm guessing oh, you the have. other two haven't seen it I want to know how it looks. Oh, well. What is it called? Ambulance? Ambulance. Ambulance. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, he started, he discovered, I feel like he discovered uh, this FPV drone shot that he apparently liked so much that he literally used it like a dozen times. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like the same one (laughs) in in multiple scenes. Yeah. It's this one where it like goes up and then kind of goes down. And then I was like, okay, you're just finding new ways to just makes make us uh more like nauseous. nauseated yeah yeah nauseated. Wow. yeah so yeah he would basically like fly a drone through a bunch of stuff and he would like flip around and do some crazy twists for no <laughs> for no reason i was like at first i'm like oh that's pretty cool that's pretty cool and then i'm like okay enough <laughs> yeah he uh he definitely enjoyed his drone that day <laughs> all the days but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, now that I'm discovering that you watched it, did you like the movie, Jeremy? I did like it. Um, it's one of his best movies of recent years, for sure. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Whoa. There were some things yeah. that obviously you find really annoying in, yeah. that comes with Michael Bay movies nowadays. But for the most part, I did enjoy it. And out of the Michael Bay movies of recent years... I was like, I wouldn't mind rewatching it, you know, yeah. after this a while. One's def- this one's definitely in the upper tier. Yeah, of at least the last so, decade, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, was it me or did Isaac Gonzalez remind you of Megan Fox? Uh, I think that's just you. I think maybe it's just because her character was written better. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. I felt like she looked very similar. It was like she looked like a cross between. Megan Fox from the Transformer Transformer movies and a little like Michelle Rodriguez. I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe slightly. Opinion. I could possibly see that. Go ahead, Francis. I'm looking at photos right now and I kind of see it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Andrea. <laughs> Go check that out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, before we uh, get started on uh on train to busan let's do a little bit of episode cleanup uh andrea we ran a poll this past tuesday didn't we yes we did um it was on twitter and instagram the poll question was what was your favorite song from high school musical 2 the options that we gave were um uh, let's see here what time is it perfect uh fabulous i don't dance and gotta go my own way we also accepted write-in votes, so if you ever send us a message uh, with your vote, you can always just, we'll read it out loud. 
you know, we got you. Um, but let's see. Coming in at the top favorite was I Don't Dance at, what was that? 30%. Wow. Nice. Must have been really close for it to be that low. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. All right, guys. So if you wanted to check out our episode-related polls, you can vote like on our Instagram, Twitter every Tuesday, or you can even write in, uh, like Andrea said, there were in some write-in votes. I wanted "You Are the Music in Me" for some reason to win. I want I, someone actually wrote in bet on it, so I was like, yes, somebody, somebody wrote that in. So, <laughs> <laughs> so every Tuesday though, the polls. There you go. And where again? Sorry. Uh, to, uh, Tuesday, Twitter and Instagram. Yes, on Tuesday, just like John on said. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, guys, this week, a young girl, Suan, I hope I pronounced her name okay, asks her dad, Sukwoo, to accompany her on board a train so that she can visit her mom. Little do they know that unforeseen chaos in the form of a zombie virus. And Apocalypse ruins their trip in the 2016 thriller Train to Busan. And so just like every other episode here on the Weekly Real Podcast, we are going to issue our spoiler warning. Uh, So if you haven't watched it, definitely hit pause. Watch it now on Amazon Prime Video, among other places. And then come back to us once you've watched it, once you're amazed by the movie, and then definitely join the conversation with the four of us. And so uh, let's get right into the movie. Uh, Since we do have four people, we introduce a fun format on our Spider-Man No Way Home uh, episode last season, where four people, we like to do the double double feature. And so, you know what? We're going to do two double features you know, and also we're because we're fans of in and out we're doing a double-double feature. So, um, so our first topic will be brought to you by our guest, Francis. So, Francis, what topic do you have for the three of us? Actually, the four, all four of us. All right. So, uh, this topic is going to be putting yourselves into the character of the cast, and um, so I have a question for everyone. In Train to Busan, which character do you resonate with the most and why? Ooh. I'm going to ask Jeremy to go first. Okay, that's a good question because, you know, you, I think everyone would want to say like Sanghua, you know, Gilgamesh from, from mm-hmm, the Eternals, mm-hmm. right? You want to say that. But I'm definitely not going to uh, at least say that for myself. I probably would be like Sok Wu, um, Gong Yu's character, and be a little bit selfish, I think, uh, at first. you know. And I'm glad that throughout the movie, that character was able to go through his own character arc, kind of have the devil on his shoulder. I forgot that character's name. The main bad guy, the most annoying character of the whole movie. Uh basically the antagonist on one shoulder and then Gilgamesh on the other. Um, and basically visualize those two characters and like basically which path will he go towards more heroic or more villainous. And I'm glad that his character actually went to being more heroic and brave, but ultimately sacrificing himself at the end. 
Oh, wow. Nice. Okay. Okay. I could see that, actually. For me, and I hope I get the name or pronunciation right, um, I want to go with Youngguk. Um, that is, uh, I guess, one of the baseball players that, um, I guess, had the bat, the one that, like, Jinghee, I think that's her name. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I felt like I'd probably, <laughs> dude, in a zombie apocalypse, I'd probably be, I'd have moments where I'm, like, deathly afraid, and I'd have to really psych myself up or have someone, like, pump me up before I can actually t- go into action. Um, also... You know, obviously, I don't know. Like, I feel like there are times when, you know, like I kind of get shy around like girls sometimes still too. Like if things like how he got like in the beginning of the movie, uh, like when Jinghee or yeah, Jinghee just sat, sat next to him and then everyone was like, accept him, accept him or accept her, accept her. And yeah, so I don't know. I feel like that's who I would be. Mm hmm. Uh-oh, Andrea, it's your turn. Your turn. Immediately when I heard this question... Wait, so your question was, who would I be or who do I relate to? Yes, uh, who do you, like, relate to the most? Mm -hmm. Okay, so immediately I thought, remember that scene where the, um, that grandma was so sad because her sister was stuck behind the door and she turned into a zombie? And then she opens the door because she's so upset at that guy. She's basically like, F you. F this whole group right here. And she opens the door. That's me. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I felt that one. Yeah, the second sister. The one that's probably played by a younger actress, I'm guessing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I I remember her from a K-drama. I was like, I know this woman. (laughs) But I I think that would be me. Yeah, That's I, an interesting one. Okay. Yeah. I would have to agree with Ken and go with Min Yong Guk. Uh, because I don't. So there's this one scene where it was his friends and he, he was like prepared to like, you know, like to go in on them, but he hesitated. And I feel like he has his moments where it's like, oh, I'm going to go in. I'm going to help my, like my comrades. And then he'll hesitate. So he'll have like those moments and i think that's very like human in a way and uh i i see myself doing that too like oh shoot it's a kid i'm gonna hesitate yeah 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 especially when um the three main uh male characters have to fight their way through one of the cars and then they come across his baseball team but then they turn they already turned into zombies and that's when he hesitates (sighs) as well it's like dang those are no longer Mm -hmm. your friends even though you know, yeah. he feels like they, they're they still there. Yeah, he had a couple of those moments, like when he was coming back down the stairs to get back on board the train and those two, like two of his uh, teammates were ahead of him and then they get sideswiped uh, by some zombies and he oh. was like, what? And then, yeah, he had to get basically like, hey, get up. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Wake that up. That was rough. He had he probably he definitely had PTSD, and I felt like he also, I mean, he died in kind of a pretty agonizing oh. way as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. very um, uh, dramatic, dramatic irony for sure. I would say anticlimactic. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Andrea, I, didn't I like was it. about to say K drama like. <laughs> yeah, that too. 
No, not not K drama <laughs> enough. <laughs> you need the slow motion that of him dying. That scene would need to la- last at least uh, twenty minutes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That twenty <laughs> minutes would like real time be like thirty seconds. Yeah, and then it would flash back into like from five yeah. episodes like mm-hmm. before. Yeah. <laughs> and then all the. Maybe if Train to Busan was actually a a series, (laughs) they would have done it that way. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's move on to the second half of the first half. Second half of the first half of the double feature. Uh, I don't know if I chose the right words on that. Anyway, first slice uh, of the second slice. (laughs) 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 Exactly. Oh, I gotta love this podcast. Anyway, uh, for our next question, you know what? We're going to do what we had started for season four, where we're going to add a little bit of ram- randomness to to this next question. So I have my hat uh, with poker chips, and we're going to see who actually is going to be next in terms of, I guess, asking the next uh, topic question for the double feature. So here we go. I'm so nervous. <laughs> And so you have a right to be nervous because, Andrea, it's your question next. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm not nervous anymore. Okay. (laughs) Let's see. Um, My question. Oh, Francis asked my question. (laughs) Just kidding. I have a backup. Okay. Okay. Thinking about um, the characters' different weapons, like their baseball bat or the shield or, like, that guy's, like, he just wrapped his arms with, like, tape. What would be your go-to weapon in case of a zombie apocalypse such as this? Um, hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll take that one first. Uh, it, wait, are we talking about just weapons within... The movie Train to Busan, or I can bring any weapon. Hmm. It has to be like something nearby you. Let's say you're in the train right now, and whatever's in your suitcase, you have to like <sighs> use that as like, or what in your surroundings. Oh, okay, that's an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we're talking about the movie, uh, I would definitely grab one of the bats just because. Not only do you can you swing that thing and do some damage with it, but you can fend off, uh, I guess, zombies like like just this is going to sound really gross, but basically stuff the pointy end of the bat in their mouth just so that you could just kind of push them away. Um, And I mean, that thing. Yeah, I mean, you could really do some damage with it. Uh, I you know what? honorable mention was that book i don't know i forget what scene that was but oh, yeah. uh i forget who stuffed the book right in that that zombie's the uh, mouth the yeah main the main guy, guy. In, like, the, the guy from squid game yeah, yeah, yeah. Saku. yeah it, at the <laughs> whose book was he that? um <laughs> he basically got attacked when uh he was trying to run back to his daughter yeah Man. yeah so honorable mention the book Jeremy? Uh, for me, what would I pick? Uh, I would probably go with, man, if you're saying it's your... just in the train, yeah. I would go for like a a fire hydrant or something. Ooh, that's a good one. 
That's what I'm thinking. Like Not a fire hydrant. What am I thinking? Fire extinguisher. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> the whole fire hydrant. <laughs> but yes. Tell, fire me, extinguisher. tell me why I thought you know, a fire hydrant was the extinguisher. Damn it. <laughs> me too. You had us convinced, Jeremy. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, it, that's a hard one, though. I would pro- either that or I would go with the taping the forearms for sure. Man. So that you can make a Gilgamesh. Wow. (laughs) Puns. So good. I wouldn't think about that. (laughs) You're welcome. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Imagine like the arm strength and like the the stamina to like keep going though. Like why it's. I mean, he he is a uh, he is an eternal. So Mm -hmm. that's true. Oh. (laughs) Oh, definitely not. Definitely not tape because I don't have big arms like Jeremy. Wow, no, that's not accurate. <laughs> but Francis, I'm pretty sure you have some Show guns, guns on you. Oh, if I had Gilgamesh's guns, that's a different story. That's the weapon I would pick. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the weapon that I would pick, though, is... Uh, I don't know if you remember... Um, there was the like the military and then someone picked up the like a riot shield and then police baton. That's mm-hmm. kind of like a two part weapon, but I would I think that's like best case scenario. You got like your defense and your offense. So see a shield and sword type of scenario. If I had to pick one though, it'd probably be the baton. Cause it's like small enough to carry within, you know, the train, which is kind of like narrow, and if you were to to wind it up, you wouldn't be getting locked onto like some stuff because it's just like medium ranged. I think that I'll choose the baton. Okay. Yeah. Andrea. Yeah, I think I would. Um, I would say the baseball bat is um needed for me. Like I I don't want to get too close, so it's like a pretty. Like a kind of like a distance weapon, I feel like, and just be like bam, and then I think the baseball bat. I think for myself and my body weight, it. Can... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I what what other weapons were there? <laughs> like none. I, I'm, I'm having trouble like trying to remember baseballs. Uh, Baseball. Yeah, baseball. Oh yeah, baseball. Briefcase diversion. Their cell phone diversion. That was a good. Oh one. yeah, so basically smart. using sound. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I like when they use the fire extinguisher to um to cover the walls because they're like, oh, they see us. That's so smart. Yeah, or or the first uh thing that they used water and newspaper. That was brilliant. Yeah, so good. I never would have. Newspapers are everywhere, so so smart. Or a jacket. Remember when the uh, homeless guy, he just Threw used a the jacket back. to cover one of the zombies' faces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the, the what was it the mockingbird trick or something? I forget what they call that. Where you just cover the cage and then oh they're asleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's genius. What they call it. Out of oh, sight, yeah. out of mind. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a 
phrase for that. I don't know if I use that correctly. Burn I'm bones. sure our listeners will Burn correct bones. me <laughs> after we release this episode. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? We've reached our the halfway point of our double double feature. And so this is a part of the podcast episode where we like to involve the, you guys, the audience. And so this week's audience question is, what zombie movie would you like the Weekly Real podcast to cover next? And so, I mean, do you guys have any suggestions on what we can cover next? Let us know. No, you guys don't know? No, I was going to say Shaun of the Dead. Ooh. Ooh, okay. I love Shaun of the Dead. Uh, I Am Legend. Oh. Okay. Okay, okay. Slapping some zombies I haven't seen that in a long time. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) The zombie's like, ah, ah, just slap the shit out of me. (laughs) Shoot. (laughs) <laughs> oh man well anyway um you know definitely whatever suggestions you have for us for the next zombie movie we definitely will uh take those via what twitter instagram yeah. wait are there dms in tiktok i don't even know like you can comment on tiktok okay you can message on tiktok and what is, is our TikTok, TikTok again? TikTok. Our TikTok oh, what is it again? name is Weekly Real Pod. Yes, Weekly Real Pod. And uh, I guess since I'm asking you, Andrea, what are our handles on the social medias? Um. Oh, my God. I wasn't ready for this pop quiz. Uh, <laughs> Instagram is Weekly Real. Twitter is also, also. Weekly Real. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Facebook, a weekly at real, weekly real, and email. Wait, wait, Jeremy, oh. what what's our email? Uh, the weekly slap at gmail dot com. <laughs> Keep my email address. <laughs> Out your effing mouth. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. I will, okay. Oh man, I know we're like a month late. <laughs> <laughs> that deserves and an with, Oscar. And with <laughs> that, let's take a quick break. All right, guys, welcome back from the break. Uh, we're going to kick off our second double feature. So it's double feature, the ultimate edition, Dawn of Justice, Zack Snyder cut uh, version. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's go with our third random question. Ken, you have the hat, and yes, who's it going to be next? For the uh, video audience, you can see my hat. And so we got two questions left. Let's see who's going next. It looks like you are, Jeremy. Okay, I'll ask the, I'll ask the question then. Here we go. My question is if you were to make a zombie movie in a single location or single-ish kind of like this movie, um like Train to Busan, what would it be? So, it's like just one location. You know how Train to Busan is mostly the train. 
what kind of setting would you set your zombie movie in? So, can you want to go first? Yes. I'm going to uh, steal off of Sandra Bullock and go with a cruise ship. <laughs> so, uh, let's just let's just play the scenario. So, some random person with the zombie virus happens to stow away, and there goes your patient zero for the cruise ship. And it'll kind of be similar to like remember the uh, like when COVID started two years ago, and like. They wouldn't allow the people on the cruise ship to actually disembark that vessel. That's what that would be. And you know what? I would try to have it over a longer period of time, not just um, not just because like, you know, with these cruise ships, there's a lot of food on there. So I feel like this could be kind of an epic, like three part, like uh, what do you call it? Franchise. Wow. <laughs> All on the just cruise kidding. ship. I'm being huh? very I'm being very uh um ambitious, I guess. I thought you were gonna say speed and have Keanu Reeves. <laughs> well no, because that's why I said Sandra. Have you guys seen Speed Two? That happens on a cruise ship. Oh. Uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a speed two. I'm There's a speed two, yeah. It's uh, not with Keanu, it's Sandra Bullock and Jason Patrick. And You're not kidding. I am not no, kidding. Like, <laughs> I've seen the movie. It was pretty bad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and they weren't going very fast because it's a cruise ship. <laughs> so it was very, it was very, uh, an ironic movie. But yeah, I would have uh, Cruise to Busan. I'm just kidding. <laughs> cruise to Busan. Uh, all right, Andrea, how about you? What, what would you choose as your lo- zombie location? Oh my god. At first I was thinking school. I'm like, oh no, they already made that show. And then, <laughs> um, but what about Costco? <laughs> Costco? Oh my god. That's a good one. That's oh a really good god. one. <laughs> and like maybe like the zombies can't climb or something, but like they can totally climb. But like imagine going on top of like where, where the top pallet is with the food and stuff. Where where do, where do they even hide? Like oh my god. Like inside, I I don't know if it would just be like inside the building, or like including like the gas station in the parking lot. I'm thinking the Costco right here, you know. <laughs> you obviously haven't watched a lot of Walking Dead. Uh, no, that's I where haven't. all the jump scares happen. Oh my god! Yeah, because it's so in heavily Costco? populated, Costco and their lines. Oh my god! <laughs> I know, seriously, like, especially for the chickens. But all the food. Uh, that's true. You could survive a long right. time. Then kill everyone off. Yeah, you could do a mini series for that as well. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long, yeah. That's a lot of food in there. Zombies hiding. Writing my book about this. <laughs> writing my idea down. <laughs> All right, man. How about you, Francis? All right. Have you seen uh, the movie Dawn of the Dead? It took place in a mall. Ah. Uh, hmm. I mean, a majority of the movie took place in the mall, so I'm going to choose something similar, but I'm thinking more of Dead Rising. So, a mega mall, and with a lot more in characters. In the Philippines? Just kidding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. SM, no. But, yeah, like, a, I'm thinking, like, a really big mall, and there's, like, a lot of people just, like, in separate parts of... Maybe, like, there's this group of people in this store, 
you know, they're all fending for themselves. You got some people on people violence. Uh, and yeah, it's just, it's just interesting. I don't know if you've played Dead Rising or know much of it. I've seen you got some interesting characters that you come across. And interesting weapons, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Creativity. Yeah, that's a good one, though. A Mega Mall. Imagine a Filipino edition. <laughs> For sure, though. There's there's an ice skating rink. <laughs> oh my god! That, I mean, zombies on ice. That would be so great. Whoa! <laughs> and all the shoes. The shoes. Wow. This shoe mart, after all. <laughs> Got some uh, Lola's fighting. That would. That's crazy. <laughs> Zombie Lola's. <laughs> Oh shoot! I do Zombies want- Ned Zol- uh was it Ned's zombie Lola? Oh man, Lola's Ned. Okay, I forgot. <laughs> no way home reference. Um, for me, I would probably go with. I was gonna say a hardware store like Home Depot. I was almost oh. gonna say that, but I'm gonna expand my idea a little bit more and go with a, a football stadium. Oh. So like American football, though. I was kind of thinking that too. Because I want something like pretty cinematic. I, I, I like the idea of a hardware store because of all like the possible weapons and stuff that you can use. But I want it to be like bigger. So I'd probably go with a football stadium. I would probably include like a, um, a suit up scene where they put on like pads and all that stuff to like defend themselves against zombies and stuff. I think it would be more of like a zombie comedy I would probably try to make. <laughs> and, and, uh, they they need to uh, actually play a game of football to to see who actually wins. Just yeah, probably Terry Crews is probably there. So for some reason, can you imagine zombie t- Terry Crews <laughs> like doing his zombie robot? <laughs> Holy crap! Please please start writing oh, the man. script. I need to. Ma- <laughs> I need to see this. Well, well, we're going with the recording, so we'll be able to refer to the notes uh, when we actually do build out the script. Yeah, well, I'm writing them down right now. Yes. But uh, Ken, you have the last question of the double feature, right? I do, I do. You know what? And we're we're gonna take it back to season two. Jeremy, I think you know where I'm going with yes. this. Yes, I love it. <laughs> so, Jeremy, I've, I'm actually gonna have you go first. Okay. Uh, just to kind of get both Andrea and Francis accustomed to our season two staple, uh, I'm bringing back binge or cringe and so actually we're gonna do binge and cringe i want you guys because i feel like there's so much to dissect about this movie Mm -hmm. that i want each of you to mention one thing that makes train to busan bingeable and one thing that'll make makes it cringeable i don't know if i said binge worthy and cringe worthy it's been so long (laughs) since we've done it i was like that doesn't sound right cringeable (laughs) cringeable i think i'm thinking lunchables (laughs) yeah it's like lunchables (laughs) but yeah one uh thing binge worthy one thing cringe worthy go ahead jeremy binge worthy first of all is probably how they um pull at the heartstrings in this movie the relationships between characters um specifically the the you know the big guy Gilgamesh's and his wife you know when he sacrifices himself he's like no and then on top of that uh you know the main character the dad 
has to sacrifice himself for the daughter and throw himself off the train. It's the way they... You don't expect that from a zombie movie to be kind of like teary-eyed at the end. It's like, what? Am I literally about to start crying during a zombie movie? <laughs> um, definitely didn't get that during World War Z. Uh, cringeworthy, though. Uh, the antagonist was effective, but he was really, really over the top, like a cartoon character. <laughs> you know? He, but in a way that makes you hate him even more just because of how over the top he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they didn't hide the fact that he was going to be the, the, well, other than the zombies, the main human villain. Yeah. Yeah. And for some reason he was surviving somehow, like everything that was getting thrown at him until the very end. And, and he gets to bite the main character, which makes you hate him even more. Yeah. Plus, we didn't even get to see him get bitten. At least I didn't, re- I, I didn't notice it. I kind of forgot. But, yeah. <laughs> Th- those two things. Okay. Andre, do you want to take this uh, question? Uh, one thing that makes it bingeable or cringeable? I'm going with that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, starting with cringeable. <laughs> definitely the antagonist oh my god what a terrible guy and he it did take forever for him to die i was like how did he even make it i don't think he was able to run that fast to get on that train Ew. you know yeah and uh <laughs> and especially when he um he convinced all the other people on the train to like tie up the door and they weren't able to like get in and um that's so terrible what a terrible guy yeah i mean those people though they they followed his lead it's like that that group mentality you know mm-hmm. uh just followed whoever the str- like the loudest voice was which was uh, our antagonist unfortunately and then like you said they all get which doesn't make sense i thought about this though why would they push the seemingly infected on the other train and then get stuck in between two infected trains why wouldn't they like move like the healthy healthy people move to the furthest train it didn't make sense (laughs) that was one of the things i wanted to bring up i was like why aren't they in the vestibule (laughs) oh my gosh I was like, isn't that farther away from the zombies? <laughs> you know what it is. They're, I don't know. I feel like, well, especially the antagonist, he's accustomed to the nicer things. Yeah, and they would have been cramped space. in that vestibule. But they chose to be comfortable mm-hmm. in that one car, which mm-hmm. still makes <sighs> no sense. Yeah. And then, um, thank you for that. And then the, the bingeable part for me was seeing the um the train driver just keep going you know and he's like okay we're um and according to protocol too you know he's like he's like um trying to connect with the next train station he's um making sure everything's fine and the train and then he's like okay can we connect now we'll try again later and then when they get to that train station and they stop um 
he just keeps going. He gets out and like he goes to the next train. Oh, zombie. Ooh. And then <laughs> he goes to the next one. Oh, another zombie. And then he finally finds a train that's like empty and he just gets it going. I was like, whoa. Rooting for that guy. I was very sad when he didn't make it. Definitely the unsung hero of, of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Too bad he, he was so nice that he tried to help the antagonist and he died. <laughs> so <Yeah>. R.I.P. <laughs> yes, Francis, do you want to take this one? So bingeable, uh, kind of touching base on the weapons concept is to see what new weapon is going to be picked up. Like you said, a book. Uh, they used tape around their forearms, which is very practical, I think. Um, yeah, just that aspect, especially being on a train, train station, picking up as you go. Cringeable. Um, you know how fast they turn, right? Within seconds, and then uh, just seeing, like, oh, plot armor, you know? Like, oh, this main character, or... Gilgamesh, you know, it took like two minutes for them to turn. I'm like, yeah, Gilgamesh. It's because he's Gilgamesh. No, but yeah, I was just like, oh, I didn't notice that. Interesting. Nah, you know what it was? It was his, um, because he was an Eternal. It, 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 it takes mm-hmm. a little bit longer for Eternals. To, <laughs> to... He was a big guy, though, you know, maybe he has to flow through his, his blood a little bit more, you know. Higher dosage, right? Yeah, his, his tolerance of zombie toxins. That's true. It just didn't make sense for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, though. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, there were some times where it's like they just turn right away, and other times where it's like they get to have a full-on conversation first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In slow motion. In in slow motion with flashbacks. It's the okay. K-drama element. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys, let's jump in to our favorite part of the episode. We're going to do guest... The- oh, yeah. skipped Ken. Sorry, Ken. Man, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to because you're winning in Ron Tomato score. I wanted to. I was so excited to to beat you this week. So go ahead and answer it again. I'm just kidding. Just do it. Just go. Just go. Just go. I got you this week. <laughs> oh shoot! All right. So uh, I'm gonna start with uh, something that was cringeable to me. Something that I noticed right away. I mean, it, you guys actually took my my main cringe one. It's like why you know why didn't they go into the vestibule versus whatever car they were in? So my runner up was basically well, it's actually a couple of really small ones. One, how did that one train worker not actually hear that? patient zero of the train like just like sneak past them without even just hearing the <laughs> that whole thing it just so happens he just looks and then he just totally missed it so that was kind of a nitpick for me second is that uh the main character what was his name again uh sok woo sok woo he was on on the phone with his mom and it was pretty heartbreaking that you know obviously you hear she was concerned for both her son and granddaughter um and you know obviously you can kind of hear her turning into a zombie but how did she how did the zombie hang up i mean because i could have taken the whole hey you know like 
she turns into a zombie, it drops, and you could hear the audio in the background. But it actually clicks. So it's like, oh, okay, the zombie actually found a way to hang up on, on a smartphone. It was weird. Her finger slipped. Yeah, her finger <laughs> slipped, yeah. It touched slipped her face a little too much. <laughs> it swiped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, but um, I I agree with uh, Jeremy. Uh, the 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 heartstrings were definitely pulled, especially. Well, I mean, it, you know, for each of the groups, you know, obviously with um, well, the couple, the young couple, I forget their names. I'm again horrible with names. Oh man, that was pretty bad, and then it just kept getting progressively worse. But the well, Gil, Gilgamesh was first, right? He was one of the. He was the, one of the main ones that died first, right? Yeah, out of the three uh, male leads, he was the yeah. one to go first. Yeah, that one was bad. Just because it, like, I kind of already saw where that was happening because he was holding the door and it reminded me of, hold the door, hold the door. <laughs> Sorry. But you'll get to that episode, Jeremy. Um, oh, no. Yeah, but um, yeah, spoiler. Sorry, I just realized that. Uh, then also later on, obviously, the whole father daughter. Oh my god, my my tears were welling up because I kept hearing the daughter like ball out. I was like, no, why am I why am I about to cry? It was it was so well done, even though it was telegraphed and I knew this was gonna happen. I, I when I saw pregnant lady and kid, I was like, they're gonna be the last ones that, <laughs> that survive. Pregnant, yeah. You can't kill the pregnant lady, and you can't kill like the daughter. Yeah, I was like, man, they got me still. Mm-hmm. Still got me. That's a, yeah. Those yeah. are those, those are the best. It's the K drama vibes, man. Or no, I I want I probably want to get into K K drama now. I never watched one. Oh. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? No. Might bring it up. Go no. ahead, All of us are dead is a K-drama. <laughs> May I add a cringeworthy moment? Um, it of was course. when It was when the train had tipped over and they were stuck underneath it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's no way this pregnant lady is going to fit underneath. True. And, I know. Or I crawl. felt like her stomach like literally shrunk for a little bit. <laughs> Just kidding. And I was she like, there's no the way they can get out of there so easily. And the zombies go like, are like so fast, you know? And I was like, there's no way. But they made it. Yeah, it's because <laughs> the homeless guy, he made his sacrifice there oh. too. Yeah. Oh, I thought of a random question. This goes for all of you guys, actually. Let's start with Francis because, you know, like he's our guest. If they said to get off the train during that one scene kind of beginning middle ish they said hey get off the train and you're one of the survivors would you actually get off the train okay so it's kind of like a a yes and no i i guess in that situation i would get off the train but i would wait for people to go first (laughs) i would wait for people to go first see if the coast is clear there's if you know people start screaming uh, i'm gonna go back i'm gonna hide in the bathroom That'll be it. Yeah, because that's a smart plan because they knew it's not just their train. They actually saw like on their smartphones and stuff that's happening all over the world. Yeah. And so I definitely wouldn't be the first one out the door. 
they saw that earlier train sta- uh, train station get overrun, and they were actually seeing it in yeah. front of their faces. So, I would be like Francis. I'm behind Francis. Using <laughs> 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 him as a human shield. Yeah, I, I'm behind Francis too. <laughs> All right. Well, I wouldn't even leave. I would just literally stay there. I probably would be one of the ones. I'd probably be the guy with the limp or whatever with the with a cool like homeless goatee or beard or whatever he had. Oh, the, the homeless guy. Yeah. I, w- I would have just stayed. I, I don't, I, it's like, no, there's no zombies in my car. You know, I'm just going to keep it like that. Yeah. I was like, because like literally I was like, why are y'all leaving the train? I was like one of those people. If if I saw it in the movie theater, I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. Why, why are you guys leaving the train? You know, there's going to be more zombies out there. Was this the I guess part when they're the meeting? Whole... Sorry. No, go ahead. Was this the part they're meeting the... Um... Like the military was there? It was supposed to be the military, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I I knew that wasn't going to end well. <laughs> yeah, when you think you can get upper hand against zombies, you can't in a movie. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. The military's totally incompetent <laughs> in zombie movies. They should have yeah. been faster too, like the zombies. And then when they were trying to hold the... Um, the door down, the glass door, and then they're trying to lock it, but it breaks anyway. And I was like, they should have just ran. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. Now let's jump into the Rotten Tomato. <laughs> Guess the Rotten Tomato score. Sorry, Ken. <laughs> it's okay. Always uh, forgiven. The score right now, Francis, you're going to be playing for fun this week since you're our guest. Breaking uh, rights. Ken is in the lead right now, Andrea. So he has five. You have four, Andrea. And I have three. But we can still come back because our new scoring system for guest Ron Tomatoes score is first place gets three points, second place gets one point, and third place gets zero points. So we don't want to get third place. But, Francis, I have to let you know, there's usually beginner's luck with with guests. (laughs) So I wouldn't be surprised if you win, but there's a little bit of pressure at the same time because uh, guests usually win, and uh, let's see if you can uphold yeah. the guests' reputation. Not only win, they kick our ass. That that's true. They they <laughs> get it on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and with that pressure, Francis, I'll let you go first. <laughs> and we have it all rendered. <laughs> you can change it right, like last second, but. Uh, we do like to write down our guesses like beforehand, so there's like no cheating. We don't look it up. But if you want, I mean, change, you're going you first, so we yeah. we wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I am changing it. I have it written down here, but I think I'm gonna go higher. Uh, on the Richter scale. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so we have eighty-two percent. Okay. Eighty-two percent. Andrea, what are you going to choose? On my post-it note here, I wrote 82%. (gasps) That means Andrea's going to win this week. Damn it. (laughs) I know. It's over. Uh, Ken, what's your guess? Hopefully it's not 83% or something like that. No, I I actually went optimistic. The first number that popped in my head was 87 87 wow. come on man that's messed up okay 
I guessed 88. Oh my gosh. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all suck because I'm like, oh, I only have that little sliver. Guys, guys, okay, now I'm looking it up right now. And with 122 reviews. I was about to say, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> reviews, we have a 94% oh. on Rotten Tomatoes, oh, certified wow. fresh. Good so, job. I, what's the score now? Let's see. I have <laughs> six, uh, can, ha- wait, can, yeah, can, also has six, dang it, can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now doing the math now, it's like, dang it. Okay, can has six, Andrea, you're at four, so you're still there, you're still like. You're within striking distance. You're, you're within striking distance, and, uh. I'm but Francis, you you tied with Andrea, but hey, what was good. your original guess? By the way, I said seventy eight. I was like, nope, I'm going higher. Oh, okay, <laughs> you got closer then. Yeah, yeah, Jeremy. You know what? In f- this is our fourth movie, right? I think so. Yeah, you've either won or you've gotten last place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's either I get it perfect or you know i don't get it at all so it's bingeable or cringeable right yeah it's it's either you know all or nothing yep all for one one for all and one for all high school musical (laughs) 2 episode last week okay um guys i don't remember i don't remember the lyrics (laughs) yes see Let's go into our I Love You 3000 award, though. So, you know, Rotten Tomatoes, they, they do their own thing, their own rating system. But I want to hear what you guys really thought of the movie, how you would really rate the movie. So, I Love You 3000 award. We're going to rate it from 1 to 3000. Francis, out of your score of 3000, what would you give Train to Busan? My score out of 3000... Is twenty eight hundred? Wow, that is ninety three percent. Wow, that's pretty close to the Ron Tomatoes score. <laughs> <laughs> you should have went with that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was a good movie. It was good. Andrea, did you like it as much as Francis? I gave it a twenty five ninety three, making it. 86%. Ooh, okay. Dang. Okay. Big math. All right, Ken. All right, well, um, again, my, I feel like my rating system is honed. I think I got this one honed perfectly. I'm giving it a 2511, just slightly under Andrea's rating at 83.7%. I love the majority of the movie. There's just certain nit uh, nitpicks that were a little too much for me to like dude why why are you why <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's like, yeah it's a, the zombie cliches for yeah, sure yeah, yeah. that have to bog it down but it's like they were able to put it in a more creative korean twist <laughs> you yeah. know well for just in case anyone's wondering this is actually one of my favorite zombie movies so nice nice for me, I'm actually what in between you and Andrea at twenty five fifty out of three thousand. So I got eighty five percent. 
So smack dab in the middle yeah, of YouTube. We're so oh, there you close. go. Oh, we're hanging out way, way too much now. Really? <laughs> yeah. We're scoring a like now too. I know. I think we fixed our rating system. That's why. <laughs> Maybe. Or we didn't like it as much as Francis did. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, Ken, I think we're going to be watching the greatest actor of all time next week. Is that right? In a in a certain movie? <laughs> Are you reading off my notes? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, apparently you are, because you know what? It's fact. Because next week, we're covering the best actor of all time, which happens to be Nicolas Cage. And he will be playing the greatest actor of all time. Or actually, your time, of my time, of... Like all time, all of <laughs> humanity's time. Dang. Nicolas Cage in the 2022 epic new movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, uh, which is out in theaters. Uh, this co- well, we're recording this on the 20th. It's out in theaters on April 22nd. So uh, Jeremy and I will be catching this movie sometime this weekend, so that we can share it with you all. Yeah, I'm. Lo- I've been looking forward to this movie ever since. I just heard that Nicolas Cage was going to be playing Nicolas Cage. And I was like, okay, I got to see this movie. And then they released the title. And I'm like, that's the perfect title. And then I saw the trailer. I'm like, this is the perfect trailer. <laughs> so it's like, it, it better, whether it's good or bad, it's going to be good. <laughs> I know. I, you know what? I, I just, it, it just sucks that I feel like the trailer gave away a little bit too much True. of the movie, but I, I think I'm still going to like it no matter what. And by the way, this movie will be coming out on Monday, May 2nd. Monday, May 2nd. All right. Uh, before we close out the episode, Francis, thank you for joining. But thank you. Would you want to share any of your social medias or uh, where can they find you if they want to? follow you on the social medias at all for sure if you're into health and wellness follow me at my main i guess my main account it is franku desu and that's pretty much everywhere you can find me on tiktok as well nice we'll put the spelling in the episode notes right ken you know it Uh, andrea our social media mogul connoisseur connoisseur expert (laughs) Uh, you have a lot of followers. Do you need more? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, and it, you, you can, can always get. use more. <laughs> the more the merrier. <laughs> yeah, where can they follow you, Andrea? They can find me on Instagram uh, at Andrea J. Pilapil. Is that is that my? Yeah, that's the one. Um, I, I think that's and your you name. can find my link tree there with everything on it. <laughs> nice. Ken, how about you? Well, just want to take a moment to plug all the social medias for the Weekly Real podcast at Weekly Real on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the above. Uh, We have Weekly Real pod on the TikTok, right, Andrea? On the TikTok, yes. Yes, on the TikToks. Uh, For me, if you want to follow me at Free Ken A, again, just like Jeremy said, we'll have the spelling in the episode notes. Yeah, so, and if you want to follow me, it's going to be JP underscore Flicks on Instagram. Guys, I think we we touched a lot about, um, on a lot of stuff about Train to Busan, but if, is there any final thoughts, anything you want to mention about the movie? 
I have one last question for all three of you. Okay. Because it just so happens to be my first time watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Did you guys catch anything new on the rewatch? Ooh. Andrea? Hmm. Yeah, I completely forgot that the dad died. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's been like, that long, huh? I was like, oh shoot. So, I thought did he it hit it again? It. I didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah, did like, you cry oh, again? No. I did not. It's like, good riddance. <laughs> Why'd but. you buy that second Wii for? <laughs> True. You should have known. Who's buying a Wii in 2016? Oh, God. I don't know. It was a black colored Wii, though. So. True. That is very nice. Cute. That was, that did look pretty sweet. I was kind of yeah. jealous. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, mm-hmm. kid. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's no, messed up of him. Yeah, for sure. Because he bought the same exact thing. Yeah. But. Did you guys catch anything uh, new this time around? Or was it pretty much uh, what, how you remember it? I think there's definitely a lot more like foreshadowing and they jump into the story like right away. So they lay it out pretty quick. Like you said, it, you could kind of telegraph it um, from zombie cliches, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the effectiveness of how they do it is what makes it this movie stand out. Agreed. Nothing new, Francis? I'd say that, I mean, it's not really new, but I just have a comment on mm-hmm. the child actor. I think her name is Sue Ahn. Phenomenal. Like, nah, like her good. acting was really good. Yeah. The emotion and everything. Yeah. Heartstring nope. pulling. <laughs> Normally you hate kids in movies sometimes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, she was really good. Yeah. I, I agree with Jeremy. <laughs> Normally they're just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> this time, like the dad was like, man, you're not a good dad. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, she was model. she was the one that was like, dude, basically giving it giving her, him the the business. Like, dude, you're selfish. Yeah, yeah. That's why he, he mom left you. <laughs> yeah, oh, seriously. Dang. Yeah, like uh he she gave up her seat for like the uh older ladies and then he's like, "Don't do that. Look out for yourself." I'm like, "Bro, <laughs> those are old ladies, man." I know. I know. Even I think, she even tied it with uh with uh the grandma with his, uh, with her dad, with his dad. Sorry, hey, with his mom. Oh my God, it's been a long <laughs> day. Yeah, I, I think it's just, but that's that's what makes the ending so such more, so much more sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is mm-hmm. that he finally like realized that he should be a good dad, and then he ultimately just dies. I hate yeah. that so much. <sighs> but guys, let's not. Let's. I think we have to get off at this stop. <laughs> at busan nice and uh let's end the episode there guys it was fun thank you francis once again for jumping on let us know if you ever want to jump on a future episode of course we might be talking about uncharted i don't know at some <laughs> point because i know um you were nathan drake who knows you might want to jump jump on that that boat once again so, so uh but th- once again thank you for jumping on into this podcast and giving your thoughts Right, guys? Yeah, yes. thank you for having me. Uh, thank you, Francis. Yeah, I know you got a busy schedule, so thank you again for joining uh, our little podcast. All right, guys, we'll see you next week 
on the unbearable weight of massive talent with Nicolas Cage. Until then, we'll see you guys next time on The Real.